people, what's going on? It is 5.52 a.m. in the morning. I can't believe I'm even doing a podcast this early in the morning live. But you know what? I wanted to do this last night, but I was just in such an overwhelming uh, feeling of gratefulness. So instead, I actually posted a couple of videos and whatnot. So here I am. I want to talk about something that was very interesting. So I came across one of Gary V's videos probably for about a year or two years ago. And I've gotten a couple of questions, too. And the video basically was like, hey, you know what? Uh, We've been going out for four years, and my girlfriend decided to just break everything up in 20 minutes. I don't know what to do. I really love her. Let's just put it that way, okay? Simply put, relationship for X amount of months. You guys could probably relate to this. And your girlfriend or your boyfriend said, hey, you know what? We're finished. Okay, now the thing is, there's no compromising. He didn't, or he or she didn't even want to try to be rational with the relationship and say, you know what, what is it? Is it me? Is it this? Is it that? Am I not putting this together? Because I just watched the Tony Robbins video and Tony Robbins broke down everything. He's like, hey, and this guy was on the microphone. He's like, listen, my wife's going to leave me. You know, she doesn't want me to play for the, you know, play with this band every month. And Tony was like, is the band more important than your wife? And the guy said, you know, he just hesitated. And he's like, okay, so your wife believes that the band is more important than her and your kid. And there were so many things. He's like, how much are you putting into the relationship? He's like, three out of ten. And so when you break it down in microcosm, you have to really just ask yourself from an individual standpoint, is it working? What are you doing? Are you committing 100% to this relationship? Are you having downtime like Darren Hardy does, like when his alarm goes off at 6 p.m. every Friday until it goes back off on Sunday at 6 p.m.? 48 hours of connecting with his wife. Are you putting that together? Now, the thing is, when someone comes to you, I'm going to give you an example. Filipino girl, my first ever first love. This was nine years ago. She came to me. I said, you know what? Let's just, let's just get together at Starbucks. And I bought all these roses. And I'm like, oh, please take me back, this and that. And she wasn't budging whatsoever. And she said, Arsenio, I'm sorry. I just got to let you go. And I was like, why? And of course, she had no explanation to it. But of course, it was another guy. But my dumb ass. Of course, I went home that night. I had dreams. I couldn't sleep. Woke up in the morning. I called her. She was like, stop calling me. Go on with your life. Leave me alone. And right then and there, I said, you know what? Even if I pushed her to get back in a relationship with me at that given moment, she wouldn't be 100% invested into the relationship. She's already one foot out the door. And if someone's already one foot out the door, you just got to let shit go. See, a lot of you guys, you guys are working on things that are already finished, regardless if you're a man or a woman. Okay, I like to say a woman, it sounds cool. But regardless if you're a man or a woman, you're working on something that has been dead for years. Relationships where you are dying rather than growing. And this is one of the most difficult things to literally face. Because we don't want to face, we don't want to face that. We don't want to do, we don't want to face what isn't working. (sighs) See, I remember just last year with uh, Mrs. W, okay, her and I, we were actually in a relationship. Things started coming down the gate, and we ended up saying, you know what, we're just going to be friends, and we split apart, and then this happened, that happened, and after a while, I said, you know what, we can't talk anymore. 
So we ended up getting into, you know, we got into a couple of emails, and after that we had, uh, what is it, we ate some, you know, some food at a restaurant, and then everything just went cold silent, probably after December, until like around, what, April or May, I'm like, you know what, she's still on my conscious mind, I'm gonna see how she's doing. Boom, we became friends again. It was like nothing ever happened. Now, not all relationships are like that, okay? Some people are just gonna want nothing to do with you, especially if they go through physical or verbal abuse, Right? But me and her, her and I, we came to an agreement and we said, hey, we could be friends. Yes, yes. And you know what? She has a boyfriend right now. And I'm happy for her. I don't care. Why? Because, well, you know what? I always like spurring people on to love, you know, whatever it is that they are out to seek. I'm very, very happy, regardless if they're my ex or not. And so if you're able to be friends, that's fine. But. Guys, let the healing process begin. This is the third phase of this podcast. See, a lot, and and, you know, it's like, what should I do? You know, she's always on my mind. I really love her. She don't love you. He don't love you. If he's willing or if she's willing to step out of your life, the goddamn shit is over. Excuse my French. Let it go, man. Let bygones be bygones. If you seriously, you're setting yourself up for even a worse failure, even a worse disappointment, even a bigger amount of depression. Because if she does decide, or if he does decide to say, okay, I'll try, his mind is already out. His mind, his heart isn't in it. And when his heart isn't in it, it's over. Because, I mean, he's already, or she's already out the door. So what did I do? You know what? A lot of people came into my life at the beginning of 2009 when my Filipino girlfriend left me. It was difficult. Why? Because I, was tw- I wasn't even 21. I was a 20-year-old baby. Ten years later, I'm a goddamn beast. <laughs> but anyways, let's focus. I was 20 years old. But I mean, I'm, yeah, I was 20 years old back then. I wasn't even legal enough to drink. And so I had to crowd myself around with a bunch of people. Now, the thing is, I had a bunch of weird-ass people that came into my life. People I did not consider friends, but they were there just for me to get over that hump. There were two people, Chandra, she was another Filipino, she lasted up until March, and then, of course, in April, this girl by the name of Junita came into my life for two strong months, very, very rambunctious, it was noisy, she was so much, she was so demanding, got into a big argument, friendship cut, just like that, on the night that the uh, Los Angeles Lakers won the NBA Finals against the Orlando Magic, and you know what, that was the end of it. Because you know what? Unita came into my life only to fulfill one purpose, a purposeful relationship. And that was for me to get over the hump and to get rid of my ex emotionally. And she did just that. See, sometimes we hang on to things and it's already dead. Remember, I talked about purposeful relationships a long time ago. If I'm going to have to get back into it, I'll get back into it in very, very brief right now. A purposeful relationship is something that it's going up, 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 up. And the next thing you know, we kind of look back and say, how come we weren't the people we were a year ago, a month ago? Why? Because the purpose purpose was fulfilled. And once the purpose is fulfilled, that's the end of it. That's the end. So it, it doesn't necessarily end, but the relationship flatlines. Now, you got your purposeful relationships, you you have your lifetime relationships, and of course, you have your life-giving relationships. Those people, kind of like, I kind of look at my last uh, relationship with this girl named Zern. I kind of look at her from a life-giving relationship standpoint because she was an absolutely brilliant and gorgeous individual. 
But the thing is, of course, I don't know what she came into my life for at that specific moment uh, in October, but I think she was there for me emotionally because that was the beginning of me going through the insane amount of craziness I did with my job, and she was there for me. But no one else was there for me in December when I had to move all the way out here. I was friendless at the end of last December. Because you know what? <laughs> hey, that's why I can't let Elisa and all these other people back into my life anymore. Because they weren't there for me in some of the darkest moments of my life. But anyways, we're getting a little bit off. Purposeful relationships, guys. It could have been a purposeful relationship rather than a lifetime relationship. Sometimes we hurry up and label a relationship. Oh my gosh, she's the love of my life. She's the love of my life. I'm 20. I'm 21, 22 years old. I have been invested for to 10 years of my life into this woman and now she's gone. Well, hey, there it is. So what are you going to do now? I'll tell you one thing. If you even think suicide, I should knock you the fuck out. All right. God damn. It was supposed to happen. You need to ask yourself the right questions. Who is it that's trying to emerge in my life right now? Who's trying to come into my life right now? If she's leaving, that void has to be, of course, filled. And this is the way you have to look at it. When Elisa left my life back in October, uh, there were two people, individuals that came into my life. One's name was Deepta from India, and the other one's name was uh, Rada from Indonesia. We were friends probably for the next four months, and then boom, Why? They were there just to achieve a purpose. That's it. You're going to have to surround yourself and crowd yourself. Crowd your mind out of all that. Whatever it is. If you need to move house, move house. Because it's bringing back too many memories. If you need to throw some things away that she bought you, go on ahead and do it. You need to eliminate everything of the past. But at the same time, you need to be grateful and cherish the past. Guys, bad relationships. When things falter and you're like, what the hell just happened? Hey, it is what it is. You cannot pressure someone into doing something that they do not want to do. Because once they do that, you're setting yourself up for even a greater disappointment. So what you need to do is ask yourself the right questions. Okay, she's walking out. Okay, let me get my stuff. All right, Arsenio, here's the healing process. Let's get this done. All right, what happened? What happened? This happened. Okay, this and that. Kind of put yourself, you could throw all the details out there on the paper and say, okay, what could I have done better that I could do better in my next relationship? Guys, this is the process of growing. This is what you got to do. So, with that being said, I hope this has answered a lot of your questions out there. I actually used a couple of references from my life. And I used the step-by-step process. So this should be a tremendous amount of help for a lot of you out there. And I might have to get back into purposeful relationships very, very soon again. And with that being said, people, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual. Stay tuned for my podcast interviewee updates coming up later on this evening. Over and out.